I'm a talkative person because I'm an SE dom. It's like my only world is the physical. My words are the only means of me getting out my meaning and intention. We'll see if I eat those words. She'll be entertaining others all the time. This is exactly where I wanted to go with it. <laughs> Do I not dare to this bump on a podcast with people can hear me. You guys ready to go? Yeah, Kate. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Type Trends, the podcast series where I find trends between your answers to a question I ask on my Instagram page. Today's question is, what is your ultimate nightmare scenario? And it took me about four months to write this script. Don't at me, I ain't no NI dom. I'm going to talk a little bit about that later at the end of this episode. So hang around if you're interested in hearing about how I'm planning on moving forward with the Type Trend episodes of this podcast. More on that later. So altogether, for this answer, we got about 324 answers to this question. The most answers were from our INFPs at 14.5% of answers, followed closely by our INFJs who contributed 14% of answers, and our ENFPs came in at third place contributing 13% of answers. This is not out of the ordinary, as it's usually these three that contribute the most answers. Those NFs, man, I tell you, they just want to write essays to literally everything. Just kidding, just trying to lighten the mood there, as we will be talking about legitimate nightmare scenarios today. Our three least interested types in answering this question were our ISTJs at 2% of answers, ESTJs at 1.5% of answers, and our ESFJs at 1% of answers. The NFs love to write and the SJs love to slight, really. Just to flag, the order in which I will be reading out all of these answers will be the NFs first, followed by the SFs, then the NTs, followed by the STs. No particular reason for those four categories in that order. I just wanted to separate the feelers and the thinkers in order to compare and contrast. You can find the exact order in which I'm going to read each of the 16 personality types in the timestamps, which are in the show notes of this video. Just to flag before we begin, all of the raw answers to this question from each of the types are available on a PDF document that I've uploaded onto my website at hellodearkristen.com forward slash type trends. So if you're interested in seeing the answers as they were written to me before I did my analysis, you're welcome to pop on over and have a look. I did just want to give a quick disclaimer for this episode. We're going to be dealing with ultimate nightmare scenarios. So there is some heavy vocabulary, mostly to do with like dying or death. So if you feel like this is going to be like a sensitive subject matter for you, please feel free to skip the episode. There are no intricate details of anything that I feel I need to give a more specific trigger warning about, but it's just sort of the subject matter of this is a little bit darker than maybe we're used to. So feel free to skip this episode if you'd like. And I'll just mention again the purpose for why I'm doing these type trend episodes. That is, I would like to nurture a better understanding of personality type through the eyes of each of the personality types themselves. So people of the types who can give us their actual perspective to things. And the ultimate goal for understanding personality type and using this Myers-Briggs tool, I just want to remind you all, ought to be to love others better. So to grow, to learn, rather than making excuses for your own behavior. And with that, let's begin. So starting with our ENFPs. Generally speaking, it sounds like ENFP's worst nightmare scenario would be having their options taken away from them in any capacity. So they hate the idea of being controlled or restricted. Numerous ENFPs said that their nightmare situation would be a nine to five office job, relatable. To lose their autonomy or to face boredom for the rest of their lives would be the ultimate worst case scenario. This makes sense given that the ENFPs love to explore ideas, new novel possibilities, an exciting person they've never spoken to before, etc, etc. The biggest trends were that they fear being trapped or being alone. So some of the answers that reflected this were 
being confined metaphorically or physically, not being able to learn slash explore my ideas, being trapped with close-minded people, being unable to reach my potential, being trapped literally or figuratively, having one strict worldview my whole life with never being exposed to different perspectives and people, not feeling inspired to create or do anything, being constrained with too many responsibilities that bring me no fulfillment or happiness, having no control over my life and somebody else having the control over it, forced to silently do an office job with no one to talk to, having a nine-to-five office job, being stuck in an uninspired desk job not living up to God's full plan of me, being in a nine-to-five office job with walls, having to be silent with no music, never making any real friends, everyone disappearing, losing my best friends, my friends abandoning me and me being alone forever, stuck in a mundane one-sided conversation with someone picking their nails. (laughs) That's so specific. To be stuck in a very surface-level, groundless, soulless conversation. Being stuck forever around people who drain me. So basically, you can see the repeated theme there of fearing being alone, the office job, boring conversations, and general entrapment. ENFPs value their freedom to explore more than anything else. And this was consistently true across the various answers that they gave. And just a reminder that you can see all of the ENFP answers as they were written to me on the PDF document that I've uploaded to my website at hellodearkristen.com forward slash type trends. Next, we have our INFPs who gave us 47 responses. The most common trend across the INFP board was that INFPs fear being stuck in any kind of situation, especially ones that do not allow them to explore their ideas or feelings. A whopping 33% out of 47 INFPs communicated this idea, which was 70% of that entire answer pool. I included in these answers any responses that talked about forever losing the ability to feel or explore ideas. So some of these answers that echoed this sentiment were... Being stuck in a job that pressures me to compromise on my principles. Being forced to do stuff that I don't agree with. Being forced to follow someone else's plan that is the same plan every day on repeat. Being inundated sensorily with no escape and no outlet for my experience. To be caged in the society's grey and timeless poker face when the only thing that I want is to burst into singing, childhood and colourful memories. Sharing fearlessly my inner child and the world would never be the same again! Exclamation mark. Realizing that I've wasted my life without achieving anything that mattered to me because of fear. Being diagnosed with a chronic illness without any form of support and slowly withering away. Being told I could never write a book. Embarrassing myself and having the moment retained in everyone's memories forever. Being trapped alone forever with nothing but my own thoughts. Brackets, surprisingly? (laughs) Being devoid of all emotion for the rest of my life. Realizing I'm ignorant is also a nightmare. Stuck with my parents shouting at each other, no headphones and music to drown out the sound. Being forced into some kind of permanent situation for the sake of others knowing I'll hate it. Doing heavy practical work and having to chat with people who don't understand me. Being surrounded by people who totally lack empathy and independent thinking. Having to do interviews in front of people or on TV for a living without a script. Having a 9-to-5 office job for the rest of my life having to perform something deeply emotional in front of thousands of highly critical and discouraging people, at the same level as missing the calling for God in my life because I was too scared of people to do it. Being yelled at and being scolded by my teachers for an hour. Realising I'm in my own Truman Show. To be always obliged to do things I don't want to do. Getting lost in a country where you don't speak slash understand its native language. Walking an endless empty road with people looking at me from both sides. 
So you can see in all of those answers, the general thread of fearing being trapped and fearing being able to express themselves in that entrapment. The second biggest trend was that INFPs fear being alone and unloved, an answer that was given by about 25% of the INFP answer pool. So some of these answers were being the last person on earth or being alone for the rest of my life, being all alone in an open space as well as suffocating in an inescapable crowd, being falsely accused of doing something wrong and losing friends because of it, everything going wrong and it being all my fault. I would have a really hard time forgiving myself. People not reacting well when I finally open up after years. Overhearing people say that they find me weird. Being depressed and losing interest in my life. Brackets. Or losing my husband. All the people being mad at me, hating me, ignoring me while not wanting to tell me what I did wrong. So those were the two main trends. As usual, our INFP answers were very nuanced, which is why I included more than usual in the examples. But generally speaking, it seems that INFPs would hate to be stuck in any situation that did not allow them to be themselves, which usually involves feeling free to explore and express their emotions and ideas. This rings true with the dominant function of the INFP being FI and the secondary function being NE, which is why there was a bit of overlap in the general tone and content of our ENFP answers, I imagine. I feel like a trend we're going to see in a lot of our P's will involve not just being stuck, but rather losing their ability or losing their freedom to explore either the sensory or intuitive world, which will probably make sense given that all of our P's will be using extroverted sensing or extroverted intuition as one of their two top functions. But let's not jump the gun on that just yet, she said, fully aware at this point what the trends are going to be because she's already written the script. Our next type is ENFJs, and from them we got 11 answers, which is a significant decrease compared to the INFPs and ENFPs. Not a whole lot of answers to work with, but there was one key trend for the ENFJ nightmare scenario, which was any scenario that involves hurting someone, basically. So this includes being hated by someone or not being able to help someone. Eight out of 11 ENFJs wrote about this, which is a large portion of the answers submitted, and seeing as eight is not a high number, I'll just read literally all of the answers. Failing responsibilities and letting down slash not protecting those I care about slash are responsible for. All of my close friends and family passing away and being left alone. Having a loved one go through something and not being able to do anything to help. My mum passing away. Losing all of my family without getting to say goodbye to them. Or having my child kidnapped. The other three answers that we got from ENFJs were shrapnel answers, including My ultimate nightmare is if I lost myself and my values and became someone I hate doing the same thing for the rest of my life, and if I reach age 30 and have no kids, no husband, no life, and still live with my parents, which is unpackable. And because of my FI, I cannot resist saying that as a 30-year-old woman myself who is unmarried with no children, I want to assure you that society standards don't matter. Your standards matter, my friend. You're not going to be happy if you live for them. Live for you. Live for you, guys. But also this is fair, and I feel like I had the same standards when I was like 21, so I don't blame you. But for the record... There's nothing wrong with being 30 and unmarried, childless, and living with your parents. Lol. Could I keep my FI out of that? Not a chance. Okay, moving on. Next is our INFJs. So from INFJs, we got 45 answers. 
There were quite a few trends with no obvious outlier, to be honest, but there were two trends that tied for the most common INFJ nightmare scenario, but each of these were only submitted by a small-ish 17% of the answer pool. The first is any scenario that involves hurting someone, similar to our ENFJs. So this includes being hated by someone or not being able to help someone. Eight out of 45 INFJs wrote this, and answers that reflected this were accidentally hurting someone, my loved one's dying, being hated by everyone, failing to save someone, watching someone close go through something traumatic and not knowing how to help, losing people close to me, losing someone I love, letting someone down and losing their trust forever. Obviously, these others-focused responses could be attributed to the INFJ's auxiliary FE cognitive function. The other most common trend for the INFJ nightmare scenario was just chaos in general. So answers that reflected this were having to improvise a speech, being asked to dance in front of a large group of people who are mostly strangers, having to give a speech or reflect on a previous conversation in a moment's notice, teaching more than three people in a classroom. Gosh, INFJs, you really fear public speaking slash performing, don't you? Waking up tomorrow in some alternate reality and everything being different all of a sudden. A noise that gets louder and louder and louder and never stops until I explode. A really big change in my life. Having no money and shelter. So this fear of chaos is something that I can absolutely not relate to. So all I'll say on it is that because INFJs are judging types, they tend to operate based on outcomes that are derived from the long-term visions that the dominant NI has created. And they probably want to see the world changed based on those visions that they have. So it makes sense that to rattle an NI user's vision that is intricately derived in their mind would definitely be a nightmare scenario for them. There were a few other trends worth noting. So six INFJs wrote that their nightmare scenario is having regret at some point in their lives. This kind of goes with what I was just talking about. I imagine it would be quite distressful for an INFJ to conceive of a reality in which their NI vision did not come true or did not come to fruition. So answers that indicated this were questioning myself every single day if I'm doing the right thing. My life decisions I make creating a depressing future that is difficult to dig out of. When all of the bad stuff I saw coming and warned people about happens. Ending up alone in life without any sense of achievement or fun. Watching as I realize I lost a giant opportunity. Being forever unsatisfied with where I am in life even when my goals are reached. Another trend was that six INFJs wrote that it would be their nightmare scenario to not be understood or validated by those around them. So such answers included being ignored, being embarrassed in front of a thousand people, being vulnerable, being seen as a bad person by everyone around me, being a topic of gossip, losing everyone and everything I love, and bugs, bugs everywhere, (laughs) not being truly known by not even one person in my entire life. As INFJs were one of our largest pools, there were a few other trends still. Five INFJs wrote that their nightmare scenario was, and I had to laugh at this, small talk slash surface level friendships. So answers that reflected this were, being at a never ending party with unknown people who are talking all the time. People coming to me for small talk from all over the place and I can't run away. Not having an excuse to leave the party. Being surrounded by a large group of people who want to have small talk. Being alone at a party where I know no one. There's also bear scenarios. 
And look, I am totally and completely with this person when it comes to bear scenarios. I think that most of us generally answered this question according to the scope of what we can imagine would actually happen. But I reckon we'd all put bear scenarios if we were more exposed to bears. Heck, we'd probably all put the universe if we were all subjected to the entire universe. But I digress. Another trend was that four INFJs wrote that their nightmares to be trapped in any scenario. So these answers included trapped underwater and not being able to move, to fall in love with someone toxic and not realize the truth, living forever, losing loved ones and continuing to be disappointed by humanity, being denied thinking and reasoning and making my own conclusions and voicing them. Other answers were shrapnel answers such as waking up without the ability to do my creative work, living forever, losing loved ones and continuing to be disappointed by humanity, and having my cyber-stalking habits exposed. Lol. So generally speaking, our INFJ answers were kind of spaced out, but we can definitely see trends informed by their dominant extroverted feeling in auxiliary NI, that fear of hurting others, the NI need to deep dive past the small talk, and the existence of obvious NI visions and patterns and their attachment to them. Next, we have ESFPs from whom we got just nine answers. So the general theme for the ESFPs nightmare scenario involves being alone, bored, or trapped. But obviously, eight answers is not enough to draw solid trends. So I'll just read out the eight answers that I got. Being trapped in isolation in a single location for the rest of my life. Now, that was my answer. And someone replied saying that that was their exact nightmare scenario as an ESFP. So two of those. Then being alone with no passion or motivation. Being bored and falling into uncertainty. Blindness, as it would stop all solo horseback riding adventures. Having to live somewhere cold and ugly, brackets, flat, grey, strip malls, etc. Close brackets. Being forced to work remotely for long hours, lots of responsibility, least interaction with people. Accidentally going to work completely naked, brackets, I'm a teacher. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty bad. Everyone going out and not asking me if I want to join them. Relatable. I laughed at that last one because the sheer horror of not being invited out. I mean, we can clearly see dominant essay in all of these answers, being alone, trapped, unable to explore, or having to live and work somewhere unpleasant is an essay dom's nightmare. Can vouch for that. My answer was being trapped in isolation in a single location for the rest of my life, a reality that I have had legitimate nightmares about, and COVID actually realised those nightmares in a new and very profound way. ISFPs gave us 16 answers, and the main trend was that ISFPs dread feeling stuck or losing their autonomy. This was the same number one trend for the other FI DOMs, the INFPs, but whereas INFPs feared being stuck and not being able to explore their ideas and feelings, ISFPs mostly spoke about needing to express themselves with a hint of the fear of physical entrapment that we can expect from their auxiliary extroverted sensing function as opposed to the INFP's auxiliary extroverted intuition function. So seven of 16 ISFPs named this as their main fear with answers such as having no choice and feeling like I'm stuck and can't express myself, being trapped in my own home with no way to go out, being forced to make decisions for a group that hurts people and makes them mad at me, living a life where I have no personal freedom, only being able to do what other people want me to do for the rest of my life, Losing my values, individuality, beliefs, slash being manipulated to change myself. The next most common trend was being isolated, which was also the same secondary trend in the INFP pool. So you FI doms are not that different, it would seem. 
But again, because of the small size of the ISFP answer pool, only three ISFPs wrote about this, so I'll just read out all three answers. Being away from my parents for a long period of time without any contact. Being late and unprepared for everything. Lost. Isolated. Everyone knows what is going on, but I don't. Having my friends and family turn against me. There were a few other shrapnel answers, such as becoming deaf and never being able to listen to music, no undeveloped places left in nature, and looking everywhere for a toilet, can't find the toilet, or the toilet is broke, occupied, etc. Yes, I laughed at that one. Next is our ESFJs from whom we got just four answers. Now, four answers is definitely not enough to find solid trends, but funnily enough, all four answers reflected the same sentiment, which is that ESFJ's biggest nightmare scenario is being forgotten and unloved by people. And you can see this reflected in all four of the answers, which I will read out now. Everyone forgetting me and all of my memories and friendships being erased. Being a disappointment to everyone despite my best efforts to not become one. Having nobody that loves, includes, and accepts me. Brackets. Everyone hating slash disliking me. Also, frogs. <laughs> Being rejected and abandoned by everyone. Like, literally everyone. As in, my family and society just woke up one morning and collectively decided that they didn't want me anymore and they all just decided to ignore me. Everyone on Earth just kind of stops perceiving me. So we can see some pretty obvious dominant FE in these answers. We've seen this before from ESFJs in previous questions. The heavy emphasis on how other people perceive them, the value of community, and the important role that they wish to play in the lives of other people. Fear not ESFJs, for I've not forgotten a single one of you in my life. My mother is an ESFJ and she plays a very special role in my life, so rest assured, I'm sure you are irreplaceable in the lives of those who love you. Again, still not able to keep the FI out, nor would I want to, if I'm honest. And our final F group is our ISFJs, who gave us 12 answers. The most common trend among these answers was that ISFJs dread being left alone and abandoned by those that they love. So there were five answers that reflected this, which were as follows. All friends rejecting me during the biggest change in my life slash being alone in the unknown. Getting stranded in an unfamiliar place alone. Probably a fire where I lose everyone I love. Being completely helpless and dependent on people who hate helping me. Everyone would hate me and I would have no family or friends. In these answers, we see the value of community that is typical in FE answers, as I mentioned before with ESFJs. Another smaller trend was a fear of conflict as well as a fear of any kind of pressure. So examples of such answers were my loved ones being upset slash not getting along when I want them all together, eternally strapped to a chair watching people argue, and having to decide who lives between two people I love. So we've just covered all of our F-types. It's almost time to turn to our T-types. But before we do, I'm just going to run through all of the F-types and their number one trends so that we can get a whole picture of the similarities and differences between types. So the ENFP nightmare scenario was being controlled, constricted, or having their options taken away from them. The ESFP nightmare scenario was being alone, bored, or trapped. The INFP nightmare scenario was being stuck in any kind of situation, especially ones that do not allow them to explore their feelings or ideas. The ISFP nightmare scenario was feeling stuck or losing their autonomy. The ENFJ nightmare scenario was any scenario that involves hurting someone. The ESFJ nightmare scenario was being forgotten and unloved by people. The INFJ nightmare scenario was a tie between any scenario that involves hurting someone and chaos in general. And the ISFJ nightmare scenario was being left alone and abandoned by those that they love. 
So when we read them all back to back like this, obviously the key trend that stands out is that all of the P-types listed as their nightmare scenario, losing their freedom and autonomy to do what they want, and all of the J-types listed nightmare scenarios that involved hurting or losing other people. You cannot make this stuff up. There is a key FIFE difference there in that our FI users or our FPs are preferencing their own desires and freedom of expression first, whereas our FE users or our FJs are preferencing how they affect others and are perceived by others. Though all types had responses that focused on emotional factors, the FIFE reference points for how they find and experience their emotion are completely different. Absolutely fascinating stuff, and I'm hoping we'll find something just as interesting in our T responses. So let's take a look. So we'll start with our ENTPs from whom we got 28 answers. And let me tell you, reading these answers was a journey as it always is. The ENTP answers were so multifaceted and touched on so many different possibilities. They were expressed in creative ways and mentioned things that I would never have even thought about. And of course, some answers were just straight up jokes, which we've come to expect from ENTPs. I got the vibe when reading them simply because of the depth of nuance that ENTPs have probably thought about this question a lot more than other types have. In terms of trends, despite the variety in answers, the number one trend, and to be honest, the only trend that I could string together was that ENTPs nightmare scenario is having their freedom taken away from them, particularly their freedom to think and explore ideas. So this sentiment was expressed in a variety of ways in the answers, but the general idea appeared in about 10 of the 28 answers that we got from ENTPs, so that's about 35% of the answer pool. I'll just read out the answers before I talk about them a little bit more. Having freedom taken away slash trapped. Not having any say in how I live my life and being micromanaged. Being trapped in one room without anything for the rest of my life. Not being allowed to share my ideas also not having freedom slash flexibility to do what I want. Finding out I'm slowly losing control of my cognitive faculties. Trapped in a very small dark room and there is no way out even though I tried. I guess being forced to do the same thing over and over again with no escape. Being forced to do meaningless tasks in isolation. Being in a long-term situation where my thoughts slash welfare slash interests do not matter. Being unable to move or communicate, so I'm stuck either having people think I'm in a coma or not even playing music or audiobooks. Losing my freedom to think, speak my mind, or move around as I wish. I might as well die. An interesting thing to mention is that this number one ENTP trend is very similar to our number one ENFP trend, which was a fear of losing their freedom to explore and express themselves. This shared trend can be obviously explained by the ENFPs and ENTPs mutual dominant function of extroverted intuition, which gets its energy from exploring ideas and possibilities in the abstract. The ENTPs also continue the aforementioned trend of our P-types fearing losing their autonomy above all else. In terms of other trends, there was only one other overlap in answers, and it was just in two answers, which both expressed the fear of being stuck in a situation where people get upset over seemingly nothing. So those answers were, my nightmare scenario is all of my friends liking something objectively awful, refusing to explain why, and getting extremely emotionally hurt if I try to ask them. I'm just trying to understand, man. Sad face. And meeting someone who has an infinite capacity for small talk who is easily offended. Being TI auxiliary users, it makes sense that ENTPs would get baffled when people have inexplicable emotional attachments to ideas when they are just throwing them out there in a detached manner, purely for the sake of exploring and rationalizing. This is a concept that I've talked about before 
on my podcast. Um, it can also be explained by the ENTP's blind spot FI, which means that they're not really considering their personal emotional attachment to anything when they are considering anything, especially when they're having chats about ideas with others. There were no other obvious overlaps in the answers, so I'll just read out some of what we had left to exemplify the sheer variety in the answers that we got from ENTPs. And you can just go and check those out on the PDF document on my website if you're interested in reading more of the ENTP answers. Feeling horrible because of doing something immoral, being wrong or losing in a game of something I've mastered for years, an environment where people suffer if I get comfortable, having to walk on figurative eggshells as opposed to having to walk on literal eggshells. Being force-fed human meat injected with mysterious substances and never finding love. Absolute immortality, floating aimlessly in a void as the only remnant of the universe. Finding out that I failed my classes and having to do it all again. Small talk and Legos. Not ever eating apple cider vinegar again. How specific. On to our INTPs. We got 31 answers from our INTPs and there wasn't a very clear outlier in terms of trends, but there were a few notable ones. Six INTPs wrote in true P fashion that their nightmare scenario is losing their freedom or being trapped. So here are those answers. My freedom being taken away from me. Losing control over my mind and body being physically trapped. To be locked inside my mind, able to think but not communicate or actively learn. Worse than death. Losing control of my body, as in I'm conscious and have no way of showing it. Never having at least a full day per week of time for myself. Being trapped and dependent on other people for a long period. Hospital, prison. For a lighter response, cruise ships will do nicely. The fear of being trapped has been a running theme with literally all of our P-types, so it's not a surprise at this point. But moving on to other trends that I found within the INTP answers, a further six INTPs wrote that their ultimate nightmare scenario is being surrounded by lots of people or having the attention focused on them. For example, being surrounded by lots of people in a crowd, a conversation with multiple strangers being targeted at me, intrusive questions, etc. Being forced to speak in public every day for the rest of my life. Being stuck at a gathering where I don't know anyone, the music is bad and I didn't take my own car. A big event under my responsibility. Having to present for everyone I know about something I should know but don't. All listening. In addition to these two trends, though they weren't incredibly strong, were two other smaller trends written by three INTPs each. The first being the fear of not having knowledge or not being able to learn new things. Not being able to learn new things. Stagnation. Never being certain of anything slash not knowing. Knowing there is an ultimate truth out there, but also knowing I will never be able to find it. And the second trend being that three INTPs fear that they will pass from this world without having had a significant impact on it. Dying miserable and alone. No one ever finds my carcass until the neighbours go, wow, what's that smell? Dying and getting lost in history with there not being evidence of my existence in the future. Not having an identity, just being a pathetic background character. I resent the implication here that all background characters are pathetic. I could totally foresee myself being one of those background characters in at like a party who's just perpetually dancing on the dance floor and you think that it's some graphic on repeat, but really it's just me dancing legitimately for nine hours on a dance floor. Obviously, the fear of losing the ability to learn and to know is pretty INTP-esque with their dominant TI thirst for knowledge, though again... Only three people wrote that one, so it's hard to say whether this is a fear characteristic of most INTPs. There were also some random other answers, which I'll read out now. 
Having my house on fire in the middle of the night, probably it's always been on my mind since I was young. For me, it would be the lack of security, purpose and friendships slash relationships. Humiliation. Living in a world slash time in which people overemphasize religion and suppress science. Being scolded because I did a project incredibly wrong but not told how to fix it. That every negative thought I have of people using me for their own personal gain comes true. I don't have one. Fear is an emotion and I don't use those. There were also four answers that detail the fear of physical and emotional abuse, which I feel like we would all fear on some level, but we had more of that in the INTP pool than any pool so far, so I thought it was worth mentioning, though we have no way to link that to the cognitive functions. Aside from maybe speculating that with their inferior FE, it might be a fear that's heightened in INTPs because they're aware that people might be able to take advantage of them easily or manipulate them easily because of their inferior FE. I don't know. INTPs, feel free to leave your thoughts in the comments of this podcast episode, which is now possible, by the way, thanks to the fact that we have a YouTube channel for the podcast now. So if you haven't already subscribed, head on over and do so now so that we can start some conversations in the comments. The link to the YouTube channel is in the show notes of this video, or it's just called Literally No Subtext with Dear Kristen on YouTube. Thanks, guys. You rule. Next is our ENTJs who gave us 17 answers. The most common trend was listed by eight ENTJs and it was the nightmare scenario in which they have no success in life by their own standards and particularly that they therefore leave no legacy behind them. So answers that reflected this were, I miss my one chance, time suddenly cheats me and I die with nothing to my name, a failure known by no one. Dying without making an impact and living a very average life. You know, I never thought I would be saying the word dying so many times in one podcast episode. (laughs) To think that I'm doing great at whatever I'm investing my best efforts in, while everyone talks about my mistakes behind my back and never tells me because they find me incapable of learning. Being homeless and broke. Being held back from realising my ideas while being forced to watch reality TV until I eventually die. Failing so utterly that I can't recover and I'm forced to live a mediocre and defeated life being useless. My work and pursuits are not meaningful. This trend makes sense given the ENTJ's auxiliary NI big picture thinking and the dominant TE which values taking important principles and visions and bringing them into the world in an effective manner. ENTJs are well known for the stereotype of being constantly busy, having 101 side hustles and needing to always be working on some kind of project that is geared towards accomplishing some sort of bigger vision. So it totally makes sense that their nightmare scenario would be that they did not achieve this vision or accomplish what they wanted to in life. That was by far the biggest trend, but there were a few smaller ones. The first was being betrayed by someone to whom they've opened up slash being vulnerable in general. So those answers were being emotionally vulnerable with a person and then being betrayed. It takes so long to get there. People finding out that I'm sensitive, dealing with my own emotions. This trend makes complete sense considering the ENTJ's inferior introverted feeling function, so they've got FI as their fourth function, which, because it's so low in their stack, means that A, they find it painful to be in that function when it raises its head because it drains them to spend time in, and B, it rears up in a tantrum-like manner, meaning that they have poorer control over it, which must be even more frustrating for ENTJs who generally like to know that they have control over everything in their lives. We are blanket statement city here, by the way. 
I know a few ENTJs and I'm very close to these people and each of them rarely ever consider their emotions as a deciding factor when they're making their choices. In fact, they're often not even aware how they feel about things until much, much later and to them it doesn't usually even matter if they feel a type of way because emotions are just emotions that will fade or go away. It also took a while for me to uncover the more sensitive side of these ENTJs in my life and by that I mean I had to really earn their trust first. But I have to say, what a beautiful depth and complexity of motion I found in ENTJs when I did that. So love you, my ENTJs, if you're listening. And the final trend worth noting is the fear of being trapped, similar to what we've seen from our P-types, but there were only three answers that echoed this statement, and those answers were being trapped in a tiny dark place where I can't fully extend my arms in every direction and I can't see, being trapped in a place where I can't move, where I can't do anything with only my thoughts, being deprived of knowledge for eternity. And there were a few smaller trends of two answers each, which were small talk and being alone slash unloved. But I feel like being alone slash unloved is something we all kind of fear in a way. So let this segment of the podcast be proof that ENTJs, for all of their big talk and seemingly hard outer shell, also have their fears. We all do. We're all human. We've caught you out, ENTJs. Just kidding. Thank you for your gracious submissions, ENTJs, who have submitted for this episode. From INTJs, we got 29 answers. Nine of those 29 answers contributed to our biggest INTJ trend, which was the nightmare scenario of losing control. This thread ran through all of the following answers. Having someone controlling my life, i.e. losing autonomy. General abandonment and manipulation. Having my life get worse by something out of my control, like a sickness or accident. Seeing a figurative train wreck building up and not being able to stop it or nobody heeding the warning. Needing to fully depend on someone else. Getting tetraplegia in an accident, thus being heavily reliant on others and unable to do a lot of things. Liminal space. It's dark and there are no taxis around and I'm alone and scared. An unpredictable new life that I didn't want and that I cannot change or escape from. Losing my sanity. There was also another trend of being trapped, which I guess could go hand in hand with the fear of losing control. Being trapped in a marriage I hate. Not being able to express myself as I wish, feeling caged. If I had to live with a roommate with whom I didn't get along, my safe space cannot be compromised. Being trapped with people who have an overly traditional mindset and are not open to literally any change. Given that INTJs use the dominant function of introverted intuition, which is a long-term vision-creating function, it makes sense that they need to be seven steps ahead of everything and thus in control of their future. It seems it's very important to them. I know quite a few INTJs and each one of them can see so far into the future that it makes them very hard to be open to change in the present. Hello, inferior SE. They don't generally like surprises because anything that enters their present world had better be planned for or fit neatly into their vision. Otherwise, they will need to recalibrate everything and this can very much stress them out, especially if it requires a change in their predetermined TE action plan that is meticulously planned for over the next probably 30 years. In light of this, it makes sense that the INTJ's greatest fear is losing control or being trapped. We obviously have seen this trend in our P-types as well, but it's important to note that the type of trapping is very different here, whereas P's fear entrapment because they need to feel free to explore in the present, using an extroverted perceiving function as one of their two top functions, INTJs fear entrapment because they need to know that they can chase a future vision. We probably all fear entrapment, to be honest, but the reasons for why we fear entrapment are likely very different. 
A few other trends worth noting for our INTJs. So one is that five INTJs wrote about the nightmare scenario of sensory overstimulation, which includes being in public for too long. So answers that reflected this were being dragged to a nightclub by my friends in a foreign city with no possibility of escape, break-ins or being chased, never having alone time and having to constantly interact with people, being proposed to in public. And this very specific one, people in my life hiring a camera crew to film me modelling a surprise wardrobe makeover. A close second is coming home to a surprise home makeover. All of which I'm sure it goes without saying. I would absolutely love, (laughs) except being broken into probably. This fear is likely due to their inferior extroverted sensing, SE, function, which means that INTJs can get quite overwhelmed by a high amount of sensory stimuli and generally get drained when amongst it. Another trend was that three INTJs wrote that they fear having no purpose, and those answers were not being able to find my purpose, I fail in life, and going nowhere in life. Now, this last trend was the number one trend with ENTJs, so it makes sense that it showed up in our INTJ answer pool as well, given that they use the same cognitive functions, just in a slightly different order. There were other answers about emotionally opening up, small talk, their secrets being revealed or being betrayed, and I'll just read some of those out now. If everyone knew everything I've ever thought or done wrong, people killing me because I was right, betrayal by a close associate, being forced to emotionally open up, Stuck in an environment where people make judgments and act based on their emotions. When I have to do something and someone interrupts me for small talk, it really scares me. Having to talk to a stranger. So thank you to all of our INTJs for submitting. And thank you to all the people who submitted thus far. Next are our ESTJs who only gave us two answers in the Instagram question. So I went ahead and picked the brains of three ESTJs that are in my life and asked them to submit their answers just so we could have even just a few more answers, which brought our answer pool up to five, the biggest ESTJ answer pool ever. And we can see a clear trend here of losing the ability to function, basically. So here are all the answers I got. My planned activities being eternally interrupted by emotional issues. Consistently failing at everything and anything I try and being mocked for my failures. Having significant responsibilities but lacking the competence or ability to manage those responsibilities. Being stuck behind someone who is just standing still on perpetual escalators. Being banished to a workplace filled with unreasonably sensitive employees. Nothing ever gets done unless I explain to the team that if it doesn't get done, my feelings will be hurt. The faster I need something done, the more emotion I have to show. So the dominant TE is incredibly obvious in these answers. Not only do the answers clearly prioritize functionality, but the vibe of emotions being an inconvenience for them is definitely typical of the ESTJ's inferior FI. Basically, put the emotions aside so that I can get on with it, please. I've seen one of my housemates who is an ESTJ completely switch off how she feels about something in order to get things done, and it is incredibly unfathomable to me and kind of a superpower in my eyes. Not that I believe in suppressing emotions, obviously, but that's easy for me to say with my emotions being the primary reference point for literally everything in my life. You can hear me and my ESTJ housemate talk about that more in a lot more detail in the podcast episode called Unpacking the ETJ Personality Type with my ENTJ and ESTJ housemates. I definitely recommend you give that one a listen. It's been very successful and very interesting as well because you have two female TE doms talking about what it's like to be a TE dom in this world. Our ISTJs gave us slightly more to work with, with seven answers. The number one trend was seen in three answers, which was that ISTJ's ultimate nightmare scenario is the absolute meme response of disrupting order. 
So answers that reflected this were, letting my INTJ friend convince me that there is a rogue AI in my cell phone, following a rule or a policy and receiving strong resistance from my workmates for doing so, not being able to do all I want despite excellent organisation because of outside factors or having to live with garbage organisation and not being able to do anything about it. Given that their dominant function of introverted sensing, which determines how tangible reality should be experienced based on a sophisticated database of previous sensory experiences, ISTJs are highly pleased with structure in their own little sensory world. Well, not only pleased with it, but they desire it and get their energy from implementing it. So it makes complete sense that they would fear disruption of that order. With their SITE leading functions, they just want the sensory world to function well around them in a way that contributes to the thriving of the systems and structures that have been implemented around them. This was really the only trend that I found, but I'll just read out the other answers because there were only five. Not having a stable career. Being in proximity to spiders, the bigger, the worse. Acting overly emotional. Not having a stable career. I don't think I have one. I can think of plenty of things that would be unpleasant, but no ultimate nightmares. Next, we have our ESTPs. Man, I really am cruel for making the STPs wait until the end of the episode, aren't I? Sorry, guys. From our ESTPs, we got eight answers. The most notable trend for the nightmare scenario was being physically trapped which was incidentally also a trend for their fellow SE DOMs, the ESFPs. I related on a spiritual level to these answers. Four of eight ESTPs wrote about this. So the answers were being trapped somewhere by anything or anyone. To be trapped alone. Confinement or restriction of movement in any way. Not being free to move my body for any reason. Injured slash trapped slash ill slash just not allowed. So the important thing to note is that while other types mentioned that they fear being trapped, our ESTP specifically wrote about physical entrapment, meaning the inability to explore the sensory world, whereas some of our other types referred more to a psychological trapment. This is characteristic of dominant SE, and I can very much relate to it, as SE doms being trapped in our physical world would honestly be worse than many other things that I can think of in this world. We would get drained, unhappy, lose all sense of self, and probably go insane. I'm 100% willing to bet that, especially having experienced what I went through in just one year of lockdown that I experienced during the pandemic. Other answers included structure and routine and being vulnerable. So the four remaining answers were rigid structure and routine with a single authority figure who demands respect, being vulnerable and taken advantage of, something from a horror film, running into people I've known before back when I was toxic. From ISTPs, we got 13 answers. The clearest trend was, no surprises for a perceiving type, being physically trapped or losing their autonomy. This now means that every single SP listed that as their number one nightmare scenario, with SE DOMs placing slightly more emphasis on physical entrapment. You cannot make this stuff up, as I said. So seven of 13 ISTPs wrote about this with answers as follows. If I'm being physically held back from saving someone or myself from a dire event. Trapped in a room with, and they used a word there, but I'm choosing to blank it out, but it's along the line of abusers. Having to depend on someone else to do mundane things like dressing up and taking a shower. Not having the capability to do anything or not having money. Being unable to enjoy what life can offer, such as nature, music, technology and experiences. Spending everyday team building, then being resigned to a cubicle with no window in sight. I love the idea of like a nightmare scenario being trapped in perpetual team building exercises, an introvert's nightmare. So again, we do see that SE loathing of physical entrapment there, as well as the importance of being able to do things. And again, that fierce need for autonomy. 
If you'd like more depth on ISTPs, I'm actually releasing today a video on my main channel called How to Make ISTPs Feel Loved, which will go into much more detail about the needs of ISTPs. To go on with the trends, though, there were no obvious others except a small trend of being embarrassed in public. And then there were random other answers like everyone in the world suddenly doesn't know how to do anything and I have to teach them that I won't achieve my goals in life and somebody crying and pouring their heart out to someone while I'm there. So that's it for all of our types. There's a lot to unpack in these answers. I'm going to go ahead and read the list of all of the number one trends for each of the types so that we can bring this to a nice conclusion. The ENFP nightmare scenario was being controlled, constricted, or having their options taken away from them. The ESFP nightmare scenario was being alone, bored, and trapped. The INFP nightmare scenario was being stuck in any kind of situation, especially ones that do not allow them to explore their ideas or feelings. The ISFP nightmare scenario was feeling stuck or losing their autonomy. The ENFJ nightmare scenario was any scenario that involves hurting someone. The ESFJ nightmare scenario was being forgotten and unloved by people. The INFJ nightmare scenario was a tie between any scenario that involves hurting someone and chaos in general. The ISFJ nightmare scenario was being left alone and abandoned by those that they love. The ENTP nightmare scenario was having their freedom taken away from them. The INTP nightmare scenario was losing their freedom or being trapped, tied with being around lots of people and having the attention focused on them. The ENTJ nightmare scenario was having no success in this life and therefore leaving no legacy behind them. The INTJ nightmare scenario was losing control. The ESTJ nightmare scenario was losing the ability to function. The ISTJ nightmare scenario was disrupting order. The ESTP nightmare scenario was being physically trapped. The ISTP nightmare scenario was being physically trapped or losing their autonomy. I find it really funny that all of our P-types, i.e. the ones who stereotypically care the most about originality, all answered that their number one nightmare scenario is losing their freedom somehow. Bet you don't feel so original now, huh? Do you guys? It really makes a lot of sense because all P's use an extroverted perceiving function as one of their dominant two functions. And given that extroverted perceiving functions are exploring functions, if they are not given the space to explore, they'll feel stifled. As an EP myself, I can confirm that my life is pretty much a series of chasing whims and inspirations, allowing my spirit to roam free and choosing to be with individuals who elevate me in that. And that is all that I want to do in my life. It's the most important thing. Now, that's not to say I should always do it willy-nilly, but if I feel boxed in by someone or a situation, it's a pretty horrific feeling. It feels like you're losing sense of yourself. Interesting to note that all of our dominant or auxiliary FE users' answers mentioned other people, either being unloved by them or hurting them. This is obviously an indicator of how important other people are as a reference point for FE users. They cannot help but take into the consideration the communities and individuals around them when making their choices. Therefore, it only makes sense that their nightmare scenarios would involve others as well, as it's very difficult for FE users to separate themselves from the other, the community. TE users, on the other hand, did not mention people at all, but rather their functionality in society. They mentioned wanting to have control, order, to accomplish and to succeed. Whereas FE users see themselves in relation to the community around them, TE users are almost blind to the goals and wishes of others. Not that they don't care about the goals and wishes of others, but it's not their instinctive first reference point and rather are focused on their individual contribution to the wider systems around them. 
We see this difference quite obviously when comparing the FE and TE answers, and it's a difference that we've seen before in our other type trend episodes as well. There wasn't much to nuance between the P's. The overarching theme of fearing the loss of freedom was quite clear. Though, of course, as expected, our FI users placed more emphasis on self-expression, whereas our TI users placed the emphasis on autonomy more generally, and in particular answers their freedom to think. So very interesting findings in this question. Again, the reason I'm doing this is so that we can all come to understand the others in our lives better, the way that they think, how they get their energy, and therefore how to love them better. So with that, pretty much wraps up the episode. There is one more thing, however, that I did want to talk about, which is that with the pressures of YouTube and the fact that this podcast is not an income stream for me, more of a passion project, I do need to prioritize where the money is at so that I can live, basically. So this unfortunately means that the type trend episodes can't really be a priority for me, as fun as they are and as helpful as they are for the community. And given that each one takes a tremendous amount of time and energy, for context, this script from which I'm reading is 18 A4 pages long, and I wrote all of the analysis myself, despite NI being my inferior function, which means that I can't really do analysis sessions for generally longer than an hour without getting drained. (laughs) I've decided that I'm going to try and outsource the analysis to you guys. So I'd like to choose a select few people per episode to have a read of all the answers that I gather and find their own trends for these episodes, which I can then use for the episodes so that each episode won't take four months to come up with each time. I don't know how much this will help. I'm just hoping to experiment with it and see if it does make a difference. So if you're interested in contributing to these episodes through reading the answers that are submitted and coming up with trends that you find, please send me an email at dear.kristen.mail at gmail.com with the subject line type trend analysis. That's important because I'm going to be filtering the emails for easy finding with that subject. And that email is available in the show notes if you missed that. If you are interested in donating to the channel, please hit me up on Patreon. We truly do have an awesome community on there with a Discord server now and everything, so we'd love to have you. More exciting news is that we now have a YouTube channel for this podcast, as I mentioned, which means that you can now leave comments with your thoughts on what you heard in the podcast. So please subscribe to the channel. I would really appreciate that. And last of all, thank you, thank you, thank you to all those who have listened. Please send this episode to a friend if you found it interesting, or please give this podcast a rating. Both of those things would really help me out. And let's help to spread this knowledge of personality type from the perspective of people who are actually of those types, which is actually a really valuable tool, in my opinion. One final reminder that you can check out all of the raw answers from this question on a PDF document on my website, hellodearkristen.com forward slash type trends. A reminder that I post all of the type trend questions on my Instagram page, usually on my story. So please head over and give me a follow if you'd like to participate in future questions. My Instagram handle is dear.kristen. That's I-N not E-N. That's it for today's episode, guys. I have been Kristen and thank you for sticking around for this episode. I'll catch you next time. Bye.